1: Bubba Ventrone is making his return to Cleveland, former Browns special teams player from 09 to 2012. And you know what, Dusty? It just so happens we got one of his former teammates now. We had him all football season long. He joins us now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Former Browns offensive lineman Jason Pinkston. Pink, welcome back, buddy.
2: What's going on, guys? Well,
1: happy Bubba Ventrone week. I do want to know. Um, what was Bubba Ventrone like as a teammate back in the uh, late aughts and early teens? He was
2: absolutely awesome. What, a, Just a phenomenal guy, phenomenal teammate, um, always did all the extra stuff. You know, he's always a hard worker, did everything you need. He is a coach's player, and he's just a phenomenal guy.
3: You know, when you played with Bubba, obviously he was a really good special teams guy, but did you ever have the sense that he'd be a a coach uh, one day or even a, I mean, not just a coach, but a a potential coordinator slash maybe head coach one day?
2: You know what? I I knew that he would be a coach, but, you know, I, I didn't think he'd be like a coordinator or head coach. But, you know, as he's went on and, you know, he's been in New England and now Indianapolis and now returning to Cleveland, I mean, the sky's the limit for him. You couldn't ask for a better person to lead your team in special teams. I mean, he he, he knows everything about it. He was a phenomenal special special teams guy. Um, I mean, he's he's just a hard worker. And, you know, I I know his brother. I know his family. They're from the Pittsburgh area. Mm -hmm. I went to college with his brother, Ross, before he transferred to Villanova. All-around great guy and a great hire for the Browns.
1: I mean, I think the most important thing here is, since you're former teammates, you know the family, are you going to help feed us inside access news, you know, reports, innuendos from Berea, from the Ventrone family? Uh, now that you know, you're kind of a part of the show here with with Dusty and I.
2: If I can gain any kind of insider knowledge or, or scoop, we will pass it along through text message.
1: I just need you to help us be like the the Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport of Brown Special Teams News.
2: We can do that. We can absolutely do that. But
1: no other useful knowledge do I want to come out of it. Um, so let's get to just your overall feeling do, when when you look at the staff that to this point that that Stefanski has assembled. Really, it's been uh, you know the two coordinators, Jim Schwartz and, and Bubba Ventrone, and then uh, Ben Bloom is going from running coordinator to uh, the defensive line. Do you, does does it make you feel better about the situation? that Kevin Stefanski is trying to work himself out of going into year four? It,
2: it, you know, it, it, it's good. It, 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 he's passing off a little bit more of the responsibilities to, the, to these coaches that are very knowledgeable um, at these positions. And, and they, they've been around the NFL. They understand the game. And it takes that little bit of pressure off him, of you know, trying to maintain and oversee everything at all times, you know, kind of like a micromanager. But, you know, he still is the head coach, and he still has a, a huge role to fill for our team. And expectations are going to be high. Um, I'm really excited to see them, what they do more so this offseason with the draft and free agency coming up. That, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, definitely he has a, a nice staff he's put together. And, um, you know, I'm looking for big things to come from us.
3: When you look at these coaches that they've hired, Jim Schwartz and and obviously now Bubba Ventrone, you think there's any chance that when you look at these guys, um, could could they be a potential head coach in waiting with Cleveland if Stefanski doesn't get it
2: done next year? You know, I I always say I, I hate to talk about guys losing their jobs and things like that, but, I mean, obviously on every staff around the NFL, there are guys ready and waiting to step up you know for a potential interim head coach position or you know they're they're interviewing and they're being evaluated to see how they do potentially to be a head coach, that's just the n f l you know on every staff there's 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 plenty of people and and coaches that could be head coaches on the staff and and every day's an audition, just like for the players you know every you're auditioning for all thirty two teams every day and every week on end. And so, I mean, on, on our staff, there are some capable guys that could step up and, and, and be a hire. Obviously, I don't want to see that. I want to see uh, Coach Stefanski succeed. I think he's a great guy and he's a great coach. Um, you know, I, I'm really – I feel like this is a huge year for him. Um, you know, with his standing with the team and, and, and with the front office, I think this is a huge year for him. And I, and I, I believe that he has to make a statement um this team has to be successful in order for him to keep his job.
1: Jason Pinkston, former Browns offensive lineman on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We we got a lot of bubba ventrone talk here. I do I do want to talk with you now that, you know, the report is the the Browns are pretty much guaranteed to pick up the the fifth year option on Jedrick Wills. And I wanted so I know we've talked with you about Jed about, you know, and and you know, you've mentioned he had some struggles this year. But like when we talked about him the other day, you know, like I think he's been acceptable. That's how I would qualify his play. Not great, but not the worst left tackle I've ever watched play either. His name is Desmond Harrison and he only lasted eight games here in Cleveland. So when we talked, I had fans saying that Jed was the worst left tackle they had ever seen. I, I know this is a little tougher because we kind of remember the recent part. If if I asked you to qualify all three years of Jedrick Wills, what word, term? What? What? What's your kind of line of thinking on what he's been his first three years
2: in the NFL? You, you know, I, I think, I, and I think part of the problem is that we've been so spoiled with Joe Thomas at left tackle, where it's just we knew going into the year that's a position. you didn't have to worry about you knew who was going to be there, and you knew what you were going to get from him. Now that we have transitioned and moved on for, from that, uh, the the Hall of Famer. Um, it, it's tough, man. And it, it's everything is going to be scrutinized. And, you know, I, I say he's been solid at best. He has potential. He shows flashes of what he can be. Um, you know, Coach Callahan has obviously been working with him and doing some things. I think a, a part of his downfall was the ankle injuries and some of the, the nagging injuries that he has. Um, you know, and, and, of course, as, as fans, you, know, you, you want someone who's going to be your left tackle that's going to dominate and, and solidify that position. I don't know if uh, he can be that guy. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't really know him outside of you know, watching him on, on film and watching him on games. I don't know how much work he's putting into it, if he's dedicating himself 100% to the Browns and, hit, and working on his craft. Um, and, and I honestly, I don't doubt if the Browns take a look to see if there's an option out there for them to upgrade that position. Um, we'll, we'll see if that goes on as we get to free agency here. But, you know, it's it's, it's a hard position, one, to get someone to, to go in there and dominate. And, and, you know, you obviously don't run in times where you, you get a Hall of Famer. Um, you, you know, your team has to be really bad to get that top guy in the draft. So, I mean, I, I really don't know you know, which direction they're going to go. Um, a safe option to, to get him pretty cheap is, is to re-sign him and, and hopefully that he improves. But, you know, I feel like we're in a situation now where it's, you know, there's a lot of pressure on this team to win from some of the guys that we've paid and some of the guys that we might pick up for agency. He might not, be, you know, he might not be in the playoffs.
3: Hey, I want to ask you about some other things around the NFL, and, and I'll start with Russell Wilson, because he's been in the news, obviously, a ton over the last, really, year as he was traded to uh, to Denver, and now he's got a new head coach in Sean Payton. Uh, today, a big report comes out, like almost an expose from The Athletic, where uh, they claim that uh, he tried to get Pete Carroll and their GM fired back when he was in Seattle. And it's so funny because you hear all these players kind of like talk crap about Russell Wilson. I always thought he was like this, this sweetheart guy that just, you know, did everything for his teammates. But it seems like behind the scenes maybe he can be a bit, a bit of a diva. Um, what do you make of those those comments and do you believe it? Because he came out and, and, and refuted it and said, no, I, did, I didn't do that. But I don't know. I mean, it seems like you there's know, a, lot it, of, a lot of smoke. It, it, it,
2: like you, you know, you, you just always heard the good about Russell Wilson. You never heard of some of the stuff that may have been going on behind the scenes. Or maybe Seattle, you know, they, they, they hid that well and they, and they and they kept it in house. Um, you know, you, you, you tend to see these things happen when uh, one player goes to another team and maybe those guys aren't gelling as they should be or, or, or winning games that they thought they should be. Or, or you know, they ex- expected more from him. I think the best thing that ever happened to Russell Wilson thus far is that Sean Payton is now his coach. If there's anybody can get him turned around and back on the right track, I believe it was Sean, Sean Payton. He came out and said earlier um, a couple weeks ago that I, I guess Russell Wilson has his own team of guys that he brings into facilities and things like that. And Sean Payton's like, listen, that's not happening here. We have our guys. This is going to be here. And, and we're not doing that. So, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me. There's probably some guys that did not like him or, you know, thought he was a little bit on the Hollywood status. You know, sometimes when, when you have as much success as Russell Wilson did early as a younger player, you know, you won a Super Bowl and, and a lot of people credit that Super Bowl to that defense, which was a phenomenal defense, but, you know, they kind of give Russell Wilson all the credit. You know, they start to speak up about things that, that maybe been going on behind the scenes and, um, you know, there's always going to be that around the league and you know, it's tough cuz I always thought Russell was a good a, a good guy, you know, I played versus him in college. He was phenomenal, good athlete, good, good guy, but you know, sometimes things start to come out and you know, you just got to live with it.
1: Jason, uh, I took some flack from uh, another show on this station for buying some expensive tequila for uh, for a, a, a cabin weekend with my beautiful wife this last weekend. What's the most money you've ever spent on a bottle of liquor?
2: Oh, geez. Well, on, a, on a, so I've been out obviously to be in Vegas and all that, and 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 you know as a young a young kid when I was playing. You know, you want to get a table and get a section, and everyone's drinking champagne, so you know you, you, you want to try to keep up and, and look cool. so I, I, I think I spent about 750 on a bottle of champagne before. Um, it was so stupid because it was awful.
1: <laughs> so 180 bucks for a bottle of tequila.
2: Not bad, right? One time.: Not bad. And listen, you're, you're, you're taking some time away. You're, you're spending time with your wife. you, 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 you know, I, I get it. you're going to get a nice bottle doesn't matter what it costs and, and you, you had a good time and you know what at the end of the day i like to say i'm in charge but i know just as well as that my wife makes the decisions here so you know you gotta we got a let them win sometimes
1: yeah i also didn't tell her how much it really cost which is probably gonna bite me in the ass at some point jason great stuff buddy great to hear from you thanks for the insight on bubba
2: thank you guys have a good weekend man
0: you too buddy